The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Stand by for news. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. And that was Walter Winchell, I believe, wasn't it? Wasn't that his so. opening? Yeah. Or, uh, and, uh, yeah, that was Walter Winchell. <laughs> and then, uh, who were there was, wasn't there another famous one? Well, Paul Harvey used to do that. Stand by for news. Good. Hey. Yeah, at the end. Never missed him. And, and the rest of the story, which was written by his son, by the yeah. way. Uh, Around the world and brilliant. up your... Uh, uh, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snidely Whiplash. Uh, anyway, uh, Herp Hohen, how you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on the uh, Kimmer Show podcast. As we speak, it is podcast number 514. Thursday, the 22nd of December, 2022. It's a Christmas show, kind of, because we're off until uh, uh, till next week. And so uh, it's only me with the camera with, uh, with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And, of course, a mechanical mangler philander at the controls with Lucas the podcast, ready to go here at El Condo Vlando at a makeshift podcast studio. Um, again, we mentioned the other day that we are very, very grateful for your donations, whether it's a check sent to our post office box. And again, you can go to thekimmershow.net and that links them to how to send a letter to us or a post office box or get in touch with Pete for sponsorships or all that stuff. And the radio station 106.3 Extra and everything. Um, and so, and we uh, mentioned that we really do appreciate that because I know it's trouble to sit down, write the letter out that I put it in and go to the post office box. So, and Venmo is pretty easy. And by the way, just go to, you click on the Venmo thing. That's also on the Kimmershow.net page. Uh, put your phone up there and you're all set to go. Uh, uh, Wade said, uh, check this out. Wade paid us, and I'll actually mention the amount, uh, most of the people send us uh, 10 bucks, 20 bucks if we're lucky and stuff like that. Uh, Wade sent us $24.33. Merry Christmas to the Kimmer Show. Y'all's insanity keeps me somewhat sane. Kim R. Peterson and Flounder, y'all should, and then dot, dot, dot. He was going to write a story, I guess. But anyway, $24.33 is $8.11 a piece. So he, he, he came up with a, a way to divide by three even. <laughs> So let's see if you two can come up with a way to send us money divisible by three, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, make a contest of it, why don't you? Yeah, see how many uh, checks you can write. Oh, sorry. All right, never mind. Uh, it's Christmas. Sorry. I'm but I'd also like to welcome a uh, new sponsor. A new sponsor? Yeah, Sam's gotten in touch with us. Are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? Well, I yes. think we've all been there. Have a mountain home. What are you home? doing in there, Miss? <laughs> what are you, squatting? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? Well, call North Georgia Intendancy. They can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you can relax at yours. Just visit them at ingaintendency.com. That's N-G-A-I-N-T-E-N-D-A. N-C-Y or North Georgia, N-G-A, Intendency.com, or just call them, 770-595-6664, 770-595-6664 for North Georgia Intendency. Okay, Intendency, that's yeah. a tough one. You're going to have to, you're going to have to get used to that one. We should put, have that printed somewhere on the I, Facebook I gotta page. I'm going to put it, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to put it Because there's no way that you're going to remember uh, in uh, your Intendency to what? It's, it's, it's a new word. I, I learned that word today. I don't know what it means. I didn't know, but I know now. Well, 
called. There means their company. So and they're yeah. on the Kimmer Show podcast. So God America. bless America. Uh, so thank you, thank you. <laughs> What's that? We're ripping. Yeah. We back on. Yeah. We're back on. Thank you. Uh, I found out to fix something. So thank you for your well, patience. We're back. I think we're back on. Right. Yes. We're. Blaine said Lucas pulled a cord. Yeah, he might have. <laughs> anyway, uh, howdy, howdy. Welcome. Uh, good to have you aboard with us here today. And again, I mentioned uh, uh, our Venmo thing and stuff. So anyway, uh, we're going to do a little Christmas show today. I do have a few news stories we have to mention. Uh, but hey, we're gonna, Kimmer, sorry that? to do this. Refresh the Venmo just so in case they didn't get it earlier. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, just okay, do a quick uh, plug uh, again A couple things. If you go to thekimmershow.net, uh, you can, uh, first of all, uh, subscribe to the YouTube Dillywhack. Hit that. And then where it says subscribe on YouTube, hit that. And it's free and you're all done. And that just adds clicks to us. And we can actually maybe make some money with that. So that'll be helpful. Also, if you want to send us something, put your phone up to the Venmo Dooley wag on the Kimmer, uh, the Kimmer Show.net. And now they do they have to take a picture of it or just put the phone up to it and the phone doesn't no, so you, what you do is you you get your camera like you're going to take a picture okay. and when you put it up it'll it'll okay, so you put it as though you're going to take a photo and then it, a link will pop up and it'll take you to the okay. Kimmer. I got it. but you don't actually page. have to click the red button, you just nope. put it up as though you're you, going to exactly. And do it. Okay, well, exactly. that, there you are, there you are. Thank you so much. Um, and again, and by the way, uh, you know, I said, well, you just we just gave the obvious as you can tell. I don't know, I'm really not a social media guy I don't you know I don't I don't, I don't really enjoy I don't you know I don't do uh, cutting and pasting or stuff or, or you know th- make stuff on my phone I remember know. when I first started board hopping for you and I'd have to come into your office sometimes <laughs> and you would be copying and paste something you'd be like come on come on motherfucker <laughs> god come on <laughs> you bastard <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know I just have no way I just don't want I don't want to be bothered I just, you know, and so I fall for tricks and by the way for that young lady who pranked me and wanted me to Google, uh, I think she wanted me to do it in public, to Google the phrase chocolate nut buster. Uh, that, is not, that is not a candy bar. So, so, so thank you very much. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so how you doing? It's, uh, this is kind of our Christmas show. And again, we'll be back next week and everything will be fine. I hope you have, uh, did you guys have Christmas plans, by the way? Are you, uh, now Pete, you're most of the yeah, It looks like I've actually fi- I've got a family again, so we'll see what so happens. So you're staying here now it, after the Thanksgiving debacle? Yeah. I assume that they're going to... Tr- yeah, they, yeah they, they, they changed it, then they canceled it, and yeah. they only told me about one of those. Yeah. So, so anyway, so now, now Flounder, you got your family here. Everybody yeah, I'm going to go over to my dad's tomorrow afternoon, late afternoon, and we'll uh, cook some steaks and wrap presents for the kids, and then we'll go over to my brother's uh, Christmas morning and hang out with them and Excellent. watch the kids Good. open okay. the presents and all that and, and, and Christmas traditions, do you open presents? Do you, do you all get together as a family? And yeah, again, before my mom passed, what we would do is... Everyone would come to our house Christmas Eve in the neighborhood. We'd have like, we, we grew up in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So a lot of the people in the cul-de-sac, a lot of people would go to church on Christmas Eve and then they would stop by our house and have some drinks and stuff. And then Christmas Day, my gra- we'd go to my grandparents' house. Mm. Now do you open presents on Christmas morning we would or Christmas open, Eve? Uh, growing up, me and my brother were allowed to open one present on Christmas yeah, Eve. Same here. Yeah. What about you, Pete? Traditions? Well, we uh, slaughter the albino bull. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be perfect in every door. way. <laughs> <laughs> perfect in every, no blemish. <laughs> no, uh, we used to go uh, get together and we would open family stuff Christmas Eve and eat. And then the hmm. next day we'd get up and the kids would open 
the, yeah. their presence yeah. and there may be yeah. a surprise for one of the adults you know yeah. you never That's know fine. yeah yeah we, my, I, I know we of course i come from a family of five kids but even before that when there were just three of us our tradition was that my father would sit under the tree and, and my parents totally spoiled us i mean we had presents that took over a room i mean it was really <laughs> embarrassing it really was embarrassing uh, but uh, but in fact i should have showed it uh, one of the things we used to do for christmas is my father again he was you know a, a, an electrical engineer a genius made the players a Poseidon missile program for the Navy, uh, but he was also, I mean, he, he was a guy who grew up on a, a very simple beginnings on a farm, my grandfather farm, which is where I met my first uh, Percheron horse for the, when I was four years old. Anyway, uh, and so my dad could do everything the same way my grandfather. He could fix a car. He could, my father uh, basically built our first house. He put in the wiring. He did the plumbing. I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, and he used to have, he had a workshop down in the basement as we were going up as kids. And he every year he would have us come down and make something out of wood or make actually make a toy for the other kids in the family it might be a tugboat or a truck or i mean whatever but we would you know you, you would carve it and and sand it and paint it and you know it really was a thing and it was really it, it was really kind of special that you hand when you handmade something I mean, it really was a tradition that, of course, it's been long gone uh, now. No, who's got a who's got a work who's got a workbench in their Lathe. basement? You know? Yeah, I mean, he had a freaking drill press. I mean, he, you know, I mean, the guy was amazing. He had he had a wall uh, filled with tools, and, and everyone had an outline on it. So if you took it off the wall, you knew where to put it back. I mean, it wow. was like must have been two hundred of them. It was the damnedest thing you ever saw. Anyway, uh, but he would sit under the tree and he would hand out the presents one at a time. And <laughs> so the, we, the youngest always hand out because they were always. Oh, let me do it. Let me yeah. do it. So we always let the youngest. Yeah. yeah, but it's funny the way you know, and everything was fine. And we'd have we have we'd have to have orange juice on the stairs, and it would take a pic, a family picture every year of us sitting on the stairs having our orange juice or whatever on the stairs coming into the room. Big treat for you I, New Englanders, <laughs> huh? The old orange juice. What can I tell you? <laughs> uh, by the way, Scotty the window guy says in our family we do the feats of strength. <laughs> it's a Festivus tomorrow. miracle. <laughs> tomorrow is Festivus. Later, the grievances. <laughs> Airing of grievances. And boy, do I have some grievances for you, folks. <laughs> oh, I freaking love it. Um, let's see. Before we get to Christmas stuff, we'll talk about a lot of Christmas stuff and some Christmas humor, hopefully, some things. Yeah. Um, also, um, a couple of quick news stories that I, I, we really do need to mention of a couple things. Uh, and, uh, again, it's silly to do a news-type comment because we're a podcast so who knows when you're going to listen but as we speak it's thursday the 22nd of december tomorrow's low is going to be 11 tonight's seven <laughs> yeah so i mean <laughs> you know i mean uh so we're definitely in for it and it reminded me and i'm trying to think uh flounder i don't think you had started yet but that was it 2014 or 15 where we got trapped in the 13. office 13 march of 13 wasn't it no i didn't start till november of 13 so it must have been march of 14 2014 about? we were we were there before we were there because my brother and i went to england in march of 2013 so we actually started november 2012 i think no we, no no Pete, not 12 2002 no, 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 no. 2012. When we started it, when we were up in that little office at at, at, at Succulus, uh, we were we were trapped in that little office. Remember, I didn't start work until November 2013 after my, I had my heart attack. No, November 2013. Almost eight he, years. I remember it, when I had my heart attack. It was January of 2014. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you lost well, a year. January of 2014. <laughs> that was yeah, Snowmageddon. Lost, I lost a year. Lost that a was year. Snowmageddon. Uh, 
Was that the snow was that what they called it? Because it was an ice storm. It wasn't really snow. It was no, an there ice was storm. two. There was two different ones. Yeah, that, that, that was something else. Was later on. Yeah, there was snowpocalypse. Wasn't snowpocalypse. It? Yeah, I but mean, what did we call the ice storm? It was I forgot what we called it. Wasn't it? No, isorama or ice ice isocalypse or some stupid name. I forgot. But anyway, we remember we got trapped, and I think we happened twice that winter. Yeah, it did. And the first time we couldn't. The problem was so icy that nobody could leave the parking garage. I mean, literally, you couldn't drive in the cars. Well, well, well. But at first, nobody could leave the parking garage. And then the problem was that the cars were all getting into fender benders and wrecks, and there was no, nobody could move. I mean, yeah. every street was blocked with ca- cars running into each other. I mean, literally, you couldn't you couldn't drive. And so, we, and I didn't have any of my medicine. I mean, this happened quickly. We really didn't plan for it. Nope. And so I hadn't brought my medicines that I take twice a day at a night. So, you know, anyway, so we had to sleep on the floor or on a chair or something in the, you know, in the upstairs area. Um, and then... Was it the first ice storm or the second one where you made it out? I don't remember. Whatever. At one time, uh, a Pete at the time was driving a Honda was it Civic SI. Was it one of those electric no, things. No, I've never, never will drive okay. an electric car. Right, but it was, it was one of those. Uh, it, it was a Honda it, Civic SI. It okay. wasn't anything exotic. Okay, uh, Pete was driving a Honda Civic, not exotic. SI. SI. I was driving a rather ex- a high-powered, ridiculous car. Okay, at the time. So uh, Pete says, "Oh hell, I'm going to go home. Screw this. I'm going to see if I can make it home. I'll take my chance." And I'm going, "Pete, you're crazy. You're crazy. You won't even get out of the garage." So I get down there, and off he goes. <laughs> Right up the ramp. And again, we were parking down below, so you have to yeah. go up a ramp first. And if you go, sliding back and forth. So Pete made it out. I mean, again, because he had low torque and low it's whatever. A, it was a lightweight car. Yeah, it was a light car and everything. It was, he didn't and spin and going up, yeah. you know. And so he took off. But was, it, was that where you got pulled over by the cop? No, that was like early on. Because I didn't was have it a an ice storm. Tag. <laughs> no, it was in the summer. I think. Uh, anyway, I but, anyway uh, but 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 you made it home in in uh, a couple hours, yeah, made, didn't you? I made it home pretty easy that day. The snowpocalypse. It took me thirteen hours to get home. Yeah. Uh, and I tried after he left and made it. I said, "Well, hell, I'm going to try it too." So I kind of started my car. I made it about four feet up the ramp, and I went, and it was I couldn't drive it. It wouldn't it wouldn't catch. It was too it was too much torque. So I stayed there uh, for like two nights. Couldn't leave. It's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, but remi- uh, reminded me of the time, and it was so we got. And I don't know whether we're going to have any ice. It's just going to be cold. But is there? I don't Boy, know if we lucked rain. out. If it hadn't, if I don't it, think there's rain in the forecast. If it did today, what it did yesterday, Might we'd be have been over. doomed. Yeah, we nobody could move. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think we're going. I think it's going to be clear. But wait a minute, you freezing. promised us snow. We could. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. Anyway, it reminded me, 1973, I believe it was. I came here in 1972. I was working at the radio station, and I, I did the morning news, and I would go cover Jimmy Carter at the Capitol. And in January, it was either 73 or 74, we had a horrible ice storm in Georgia. And it just, I mean, a week. It, it shut down the state. A week. For a, it, at least a week. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. The first one I'd ever experienced like that outside of Minneapolis or Chicago or something. Um, anyway, so, so this, what happened was the governor was going to take a helicopter tour of the damage of the ice storm. And uh, they wanted me to go with him. Busby? No, Jimmy Carter. This is 1973 or 74. Uh, it was January of either 73 or 74. And, uh, and so they wanted me to go with them in the helicopter. So I get, I go out there and hop in the chopper. It's Jimmy Carter and the head of the uh, National Guard or whoever it was, DNC or something, DNR or whatever, uh, and a state patrol. And it was a pencil-pushing reporter and me and 
I, th- I don't. I think it might have been it. Anyway, so there are four of us, three or four of us in the chopper. And by, and by the way, we took off. It was stunning to look at the picture yeah, from up above. It looked like a, sh- a crystal chandelier. Everything was coated with ice. Phone poles, mailboxes, cars, trees, People. everything. Houses. I mean, you literally, it, it was just a crystal chandelier. The whole state, mm-hmm. as far as we could see, all North Georgia was just a beautiful crystal chandelier. Like it had been coated. I mean, it was unbelievable. And, but the funny part was, when we, <laughs> when we get done and we pull in down to the airport... Uh, and and the, all the TV camera crews are there waiting to interview Jimmy Carter to see, to talk about what he was doing. So I'm the first one off the helicopter. How you doing? Good to see you, everybody. And they're all screaming and yelling to get the hell out of the way so they could see the governor coming off the chopper, which I thought was fairly amusing. We lived in our living room <laughs> by the chimney for a week. Oh, I, a week. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't remember how I ever got home. We were out power. No power for a week. It, I, I, you know, I honestly, I'm not making this up. I don't remember how the hell I got around, our, how I got our, home that for those our several Our butts days. would freeze to the toilet seat. I it mean, was it that was, cold. Yeah, it was brutal. It was, I mean, that was, that was January something or other. I yeah. uh, just, un- and there was another one about 10 years later in 83, I think. Oh, we've had a, we've before had before then uh, and yeah. a nice storm hit. We've yeah. definitely, we've, we've definitely had some, but now a couple of quick, uh, happy, happy talk things for our fun, for our Christmas show. Uh, what do snowmen call their offspring? Children, <coughs> sorry. Um, <coughs> why do Donner and Blitzen get to take so many coffee breaks? Because they are Santa's Starbucks. Oh, sorry. <coughs> How did the ornament get addicted to the Christmas spirit? Well, he was hooked on trees his whole life, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. He was hooked oh. on trees, you see. Sorry. What does Santa suffer from if he gets stuck in the chimney? Claustrophobia. <laughs> That was one of mine, you so bastard. <laughs> I think we have the you same bastard. Uh, what's every parent's favorite Christmas carol? Silent Night, children. <laughs> Why did Santa's helper see a therapist? Because he had low elf esteem. <clears throat> what do you call a bankrupt Santa? Saint Nicholas. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Can you get that special song ready from last, <laughs> that I told you about last night? Yeah. And we'll, right so we'll, we'll like <laughs> you share up right the, <laughs> the, the listeners after this. Go ahead, play it. <laughs> no, that, do you have it ready to go? Or? Not oh, I don't <laughs> we, We've been remiss. What we, we do? We've done a lot of Christmas stuff, yeah. but we've forgotten the greatest Christmas carol of all time. We haven't done it yet, so we're going to do it now. Well, for, this is clearly my fault. Well, it's all our faults. We just forgot. We forgot oh, about this. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm trying to remember. Don't look over here at us. The, the look fa- at me. All right. Don't look over there. Oh, no. I can't see anything. All right. Christmas. you. Decorations of red, red on a green, green, a green Christmas tree. We, we won't be the same there if you're not here with me, 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 me. And we, when those ever be blue, it's that snowflake, it's start falling. And that's when those ever be blue. 
walk around in women's underwear yeah. and all those songs. I can't remember who did them now, but there's a piles of them. And it's kind of funny. In fact, you should, if you, if you're, I'll bet your kids probably have never heard some of those. Well, I can't remember the name of that guy who did all those songs. I'm Fe- glad you can. I can't. But anyway, they're, <laughs> well, they're amusing. I mean, they're amusing, but they've been around for 30 oh, years. Yeah, and so, but they're, they're kind of classics if you're, if you want to have a little fun. Um, let's do a couple newsy things. Um, oh, the memes going around. I, by the way, I refused to watch two things last night when they had that joint sit-down with President Stupid and the dictator yeah. of Ukraine. And I refused. I, I tried to watch when he went to Congress, and I got so angry at these freaking puppets, these, these <laughs> duplicitous political hacks jumping to their feet, screaming and yelling as though, I mean, it, 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 it looked to me like it was the biggest distraction from what they've done to our country by having a pep rally for a foreign country as though we are the ones finally saving the free world. I mean, I, it was the damnedest, I couldn't believe it. And the balls on this guy shows up in a freaking sweatshirt. I heard, well, it was a funny meme going around where some guy said, yeah, the reason he showed up in a sweatshirt is because that bald-headed uh, uh, doggy porn freak from the Department of Energy stole his luggage before they fired him. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, he's their money launderer. That's why they love him. It's unbelievable. And 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 Congress is just jumping up and down like puppets. Uh, he gave uh, and the, uh, the president of Ukraine gave uh, uh, President Crime Family a medal that was actually given to an actual hero of Ukraine fighting the Russians. And I, I think he died. Uh, and his family gave the medal to gave to give to President Sniff Hair Crime Per. Uh, and, uh, so he deserves anything about anything. Uh, and, and then gave him, you know, like a signed flag or shirts or so, you know, mementos of, of how important the American people are. Oh, God, I just I wanted to freaking strangle the whole mess of them. And then I think to top it off, maybe as, as angry as I can be about this whole thing, Mitch McConnell, if this doesn't tell you where their heads are and what's wrong with our Republican Party in America, not only in Georgia, but America, Mitch McConnell saying that the number one priority of the Republican Party is the freedom of Ukraine. I know. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I thought, no way, I didn't, I, that can't be right. Who, nope. there, who said it. Who among Republicans thinks that the number one priority for our party is helping Ukraine more than with, we've given them more money than we've given Israel for 50 years? I mean, I, I, it's, with, with, with what strings, what, not, what yeah. where's the feedback? We don't what know where the money's got. 
kickback. Oh, Jesus. Kickback. I mean, honest to God. And he gave another, another what, 40 billion or 40 million or 200. I mean, it's, it's, I can't believe it. The same people who told us 5 billion for our wall was too much. We didn't have that money. Yeah. And in fact, and the stupid budget, which I think finally might be held up. But again, how could Republicans help in any way the, the Congress to try to pass a budget before the new Congress takes over in two weeks? There's one party. Oh, my God. Um, but this budget thing apparently has been held up because of this Title 42 business, uh, thanks to a, a, a Bob Lee from Utah, the Republican senator, I believe, from Utah, is maybe holding it up, at least temporarily. Uh, but in that budget, they had $1.7 or more trillion dollars. Here we go again, talk about spending and inflation, that we have, they have millions and millions of dollars to help uh, 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 establish borders in the Middle East. In, in Middle Eastern countries, and the budget prohibits, do I understand, I think uh, it was uh, uh, Senator Kennedy from Louisiana said that this budget prohibits any money being spent on a border wall. It prohibits any money from securing our border, but it gives millions to foreign countries for their borders and several million dollars to Pakistan to work on gender equity for women. Like they're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, like that'll work. Oh, and by the way, speaking of our goals with our uh, foreigners, used to be our enemies and uh, so are our friends, uh, the Taliban is now uh, forbidding women to go to college again. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, that one of the deals was, well, you know, we're, we're, we're a new Taliban now. So, you know, we're, you know they're going with all freedoms, everybody's going to be So fine. they're making progress. Yeah, so they're making progress. Now, uh, sorry, boom. No, yeah, we, we lied. <laughs> no, no, girls, no. Girls in college, please, you're killing me. <laughs> So, I mean, who didn't know this? I mean, who, who didn't know any of this? All male cheerleaders again with the <laughs> Taliban University. Damn it. That's a damnedest freaking thing. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't. I'm going nuts. Okay, with okay. they got to make up their mind. Uh, do they not want gay men? <laughs> Or they don't want women in college. <laughs> Something's going to break. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lordy. All right. A couple things. Uh, uh, a couple quick newsy things, which I, I, I do need to uh, point out. Okay. Uh, the FBI. Here we go again. The FBI has responded to the Twitter files drop disclosures over the last yeah. few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is hysterical. They're saying, oh, we didn't request any action on any specific tweets. Uh, no, we never did that. Uh, but there is a, a quote here. Hello, Twitter context. FBI San Francisco is notifying you of the below accounts, which may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms of service for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within Twitter policy. That's what the FBI is telling Twitter. Yep. Not Twitter telling the FBI we may have something here. FBI is warning Twitter about this stuff. That's not their business. Uh, an FBI employee lists several Twitter accounts which might violate social media companies' terms of service. So the FBI is doing the, uh, the, the rudimentary police work for Twitter. I know. Uh, three of the four accounts were suspended. Asked somebody else at the company to review the fourth one to flag it for possible civic misinformation. What? One, uh, 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 someone else at the company to flag and review the fourth account flagged by the FBI for possible civic misinformation. And the reporter Taibbi said one of the accounts tweeted, they're talking about, quote, I want to remind Republicans to vote tomorrow, Wednesday, November 9th. 
Now, obviously, that's not correct. One of the emails shared by uh, the Public Sector Engagement Squad at FBI, again, they called it the Public Sector Engagement Squad, uh, <laughs> notified employees of account activities constituting violations of the Twitter Terms of Service. Uh, one flag said, Americans, vote today. Democrats, you vote Wednesday. In other words, when somebody was making a joke about stuff, that they, uh, but they would eliminate the ones uh, by Republicans but not the ones by Democrats. Uh, but now they're saying we didn't give any specific instructions or details regarding the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, when asked what back channels communications they used, they said, well, we did not request anything, anything of the sort. Uh, we focus on activities attributed to foreign actors, not on the content or the narrative, said the FBI. Oh, my God, you lying bastard. Uh, the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than our examples of how we uh, deal with all kinds of people in uh, private sectors and so forth. Uh, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector to allow them to protect themselves and their customers. So this is what, well, we're just doing a good thing. We're just trying to help people. You know, it's not, you know, and so, uh, excuse me, is this any of your business? Um, Reaction. Uh, the same FBI who called Hunter Biden's laptop disinformation is now calling the Twitter files disinformation. I mean, does it get any funnier than I that? I, I don't know if they're clueless or they're tone deaf no, this or is they're just right in, your, right in our face. This is on purpose. It's the new advocacy. It, it started with the media when Donald Trump came down the freaking escalator. And all of a sudden, the New York Times said, we've got to go get Trump. Remember, they actually had meetings to say we have to stop Donald Trump. And the media, and you, you know what happened? You know, they mocked him, called him Orange Man, and, and I mean, from the very, very beginning. And the FBI is part of this new American advocacy, uh, representing the American people that they believe in, is, is sweeping this up as part of the new America. I mean, I, I, how, could, how could a lawman not understand this? I, 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 anyway, um, Matt Getz, I believe we should have a full court press against the weaponized government that has turned against our people. If that means abolishing every one of these three-letter agencies from the FBI to the ATF, then I'm ready to get going. Uh, the FBI got caught red-handed, and I was saying the verified, confirmed evidence of FBI corruption is misinformation. I mean, I'm dying laughing at all this. I know. Caught red-handed. <gasps> Zundite flounder. Um, uh, one more quick thing. Uh, speaking of uh, Republicans and conservatives, and again, we're going to do Christmas stuff here in just a minute. I just, I, uh, this is I don't know. Mark says he's put on his Santa hat. He's waiting for oh, the Christmas. I, 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 this is too important. I mean, we, we, we have to do some kind of a newsy. I, I, I feel bad. I mean, it's, it's really important. Have you heard about what's going with the band Journey? <laughs> I, I never paid. Well, just very quickly because they. Southside Steve's favorite band. Well, yeah, and, and I, they, they, had, they had that one song that I like, where he's on the tour and he loves his wife and he's not cheating There's on her. There's no song that. Whatever the hell. I don't know the name. It's one. <laughs> it's like Ario. I can't tell the difference between him and Ario Speedwagon. Well, I love Ario Speedwagon. Uh, if, you, if you keep running, go ahead and run. I don't want you if you cheat on me or whatever that one was. I like that one too. Keep on running, baby, or whatever the hell it was. I like that song. <laughs> it's the same and song. I, and I like the jo the uh, the uh, journey one where he's on the tour and he, it's hard being on. Tour, I love you, but I'm not going to cheat on you. I mean, whatever that one is. Okay. Anyway, so Journey, the, the guy named Jonathan Cain, has now been given a cease and desist order from one of his own bandmates because of Donald Trump. Uh -oh. Guitar player Neil Schoen served keyboard player Jonathan Kane of Journey with the order of to cease and desist after Kane performed Don't Stop Believin' for Donald Trump last month at Mar-a-Lago. They showed him on video playing the keyboard on stage with a handful of people, including Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kimberly Guilfoyle, and Carrie Lake. 
Kimberly Guilfoyle, of course, former Fox girl, married to his... Well, two she, out of three of those. Two out of three. And Carrie Lake, who's now... Carrie Lake, who may... I almost She almost may have a point. Well, uh, she's got a point, but there, you know... It may not make any difference, but, yeah. but all, how is it possible that 60% of the machines on election day were fed the wrong size ballots? You know why? Uh, golly, how did that... Because that's when Republicans vote. Anyway, um, so this girl, uh, this, this guy Kane with Journey, has been part of Trump's inner circle for a long time. He's been seen with former President Trump at various events over the years. His wife is a televangelist who works as Trump's sp- spiritual advisor. I didn't know that. The Journey guy's wife is a spiritual advisor to Trump. Anyway, uh, the letter served to Kane accuses him of politicizing the band. Although Mr. Kane is free to express his personal beliefs and associations, when he does that on behalf of Journey or for the band, such conduct is extremely deleterious to the Journey brand as it polarizes the band's fans and outreach. Journey is not and should not be political. He has no right to use Journey for politics. Uh, he has no that he should not be capitalizing on the brand for his own uh, detriment to the band. Uh, they've been at odds for a long time uh, because of an he was denied access to the band's ex- American Express card. <laughs> so I guess they've had something going on for quite a while. Anyway, that's there's enough about that. Uh, oh, and one thing, uh, Steve Perry. Uh, they had to fight the whole time to protect the brand I built with Steve Perry way before Greg Rowley and I picked Kane to replace himself when he wanted to retire from the road back then. Frankly, I'm tired of having to fend it all by myself. Anyway, whatever. Now, one more kind of newsy thing and then we'll stop, okay? But I, I have to say this because I'm freaking dying and I'm going crazy and I'm going to probably take a hostage before too long. <clears throat> there is a report which says the United States Marine Corps should stop being so damn manly. <clears throat> yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want the Marine Corps now to stop using gender-specific terms by the drill instructors. The Army, Navy, and Coast Guard effectively de-emphasize gender in an integrated environment, says this new report. Instead of saying ma'am or sir, recruits in those services refer to their drill instructors using their ranks or roles by the, followed by their last names. Gendered identifiers prime recruits to think about or virtually search for a drill instructor's gender before their rank or role. Oh, my God. <clears throat> The uh, chief of staff for the Marine Corps Training Command, a colonel named Howard Hall, uh, said, we got, uh, we got some concerns here. This is not a quick fix. Uh, we're incalculating in our young recruits that will or will not be reinforced when they graduate and enter the fleet Marine Corps. Uh, again, we want to avoid any quick fix solutions and introduce perpetrations down the line. Just speak English, please. Oh, my God. Was, there's an effort to have the military branches to integrate boot camp. Uh, until 2019, all female recruits in the Marines were at the Marine Corps Recruit Depot at Paris Island, where I went, uh, in South Carolina. But now women are trained at both Marine Corps boot camps in San Diego as well as Paris Island. Uh, but they say training material is slow to catch up with the reality. And so they're aware, afraid that uh, Marines using masculine language and ignoring female Marines could be detrimental to the female Marines. Uh, for example... Uh, the, uh, the male pro- pronouns, a quote, uh, this is in the books, a leader who is confident in his decisions instills confidence in his Marines. Well, you can't say that anymore. <clears throat> Female Marine drill instructors were sometimes treated as less important than male counterparts. They, they su- are. They suggested getting rid of sir and ma'am in favor of the drill instructor. Yes, drill instructor. <laughs> is it, okay. Uh... <laughs> 
I have, I can, oh God. Anyway, the general neutral identifiers and big and This is bullshit. Uh, total freaking bullshit. Uh, let me read you a comment from Eleanor Roosevelt. The Marines I have seen around the world have the cleanest bodies, the filthiest minds, the highest morale, and the lowest morals of any group of animals I have ever seen. God, thank you for the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> now, I can tell you this from personal experience at Paris Island. Um, and by the way, this whole language thing, every other word was MF or, you know, and they would break words in half. Out blanking, blanking, standing, private. Out blanking, blanking, standing. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, anyway, uh, every single word. But I, I, I have heard uh, uh, Marine Corps drill instructors in, for the female recruits uh, saying, uh, yelling at the top of their lungs as the women were marching that I want to, uh, I want to hear something. Uh, making wind noises. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, please, if you think that people are going to be offended by using the wrong pronoun in the Marine Corps at Paris Island, just go run away. Go to another country. Stop this. I can't believe the only reason to have a Marine Corps is to kill people and break things. That's it. I mean, it's, I can't believe any of this. You can't let this happen. Yeah, God. You know why they're doing it? Not only this, but everything else they've been doing with the military the last few years since Obama got in there. They're doing this to break down the military, to take everybody who thinks the way we thought out of it. So yeah. when the time comes when the globalists want to, so it's all it's they can, global so our military will turn on us. Well, again, we'll, we'll watch down Main Street to try and take the guns, to try and put it to when the food riots come, because yeah. we're all paying attention to Greta Thunberg yeah. and the food gets short and the warmth gets short and the AC in the summer, when they can march the troops down the street and they will turn their guns yeah. on us well, let's, if they change them. Let's, let's think back for the last like 50, 60, 70 years. Actually, let's think back since after World War II, basically. If, if that, I mean, to me, after the end of World War II was a, an incredible change in America. Subdivisions, you know, housing developments, people came back, and, and the, the economy, and, the, and cars, and the roads, and everything built up, and, and industry, and everything. I mean, it was a major thing. But what what happened since then was after the since the 1950s, despite you know, the, obviously, thank God, the civil rights movement. But you know. At some point, no more saying the Pledge of Allegiance in schools. No more saying a prayer. We used to pray yeah. in schools. No more Pledge of Allegiance. No more prayer. Uh, no more sitting up straight at your desk and obeying them. I mean, I mean, you know, discipline just went out the, out the rule. And as we got into the 60s and 70s, all of a sudden, you know, a free love and free sex and, and, and no more paying attention to authority and the generation gap and all this. Everything kind of changed. Uh, so, you know, education changed. Advertising changed. Uh, the women's movement, all of a sudden, you could couldn't call a woman a girl. Had to be, you know, and, and then everything. Wait, things were advertised were changed. So they got us. They got us in church. They got us in school. They got us in advertising. They got us on TV shows. They got us in the media. The last, and they got us in school, in colleges, and universities. The last place to get us is the military. It's the last one left. Not anymore. They're gone. I, I mean, what else? There's nothing. Left, but that's it. I mean, if you look at you look at you know advertising, media, yeah. politics, education. Yeah, military. I mean, there's only like you know four different categories of life in the. But you, you have is, it's over. You have to break the military though to get them to do what you want them to That's do. It's freaking believable. The Marine Corps. <laughs> I know. Oh God. Anyway, all right. Christmas time. Christmas time. Oh, da, 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 Christmas. Oh, did you do something else again? No, I didn't do something. Else. What's the matter? 
But if we're going to do Christmas time. We're oh, gonna Christmas do time, Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas oh, you got to put your hat on. There you go. <laughs> Um, okay, um, and I do I do want to mention, uh, and, and, I, and I won't get sad about it, but just to mention it to realize that uh, it won't be the same. Uh, we're remembering Kara and Brooksy, yeah, and Jack the Good Boy too. That's gonna this yeah, gonna well, be. Well, Brooksy's a, been gone for more than a year. Yeah, now. I know, yeah. but still, it just kind of it all kind of rang together, and and uh, I know yeah, this is gonna be kind of a, a different one. But anyway. Um, so that uh, that that said and that acknowledged, um, um, off we go into. <laughs> <laughs> As Rocco Rocco said, "Boy, you guys really got me in the Christmas spirit." <laughs> Thank you, Rocco. <laughs> By the way, eat me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kimmer attacking our fans. Brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. Closetpro.net. 404-255-0589. There's still time, men. There's still time to get a closet. Closet for your woman and that's ladies. Right. Yes, there's indeed. still a closet. The time to get a closet for yourself. That's right. If Think your man's stone deaf and isn't listening, there you are. Atlanta Custom Closets. It's great closets. There, and believe a gift certificate in a little box wrapped up, she'll be just as happy. I mean, obviously you can't, you know, Bring put a, a closet, closet in a box. In so or just or put whatever, <laughs> put a shoe or a piece of her clothing, you know, they're crumpled up or something. You say we're going to take care of this with your Atlanta Custom Closets. I mean, I, it's just, I'm, you know, it's an idea. It it's an idea. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. All right, now, uh, speaking of Christmas, uh, let's see. Uh, how do you wash your hands over the holiday? With sanitizer. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Don't, hey, Flounder, do you have any Santa jokes? Uh, he's taking all the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to dig in here first? No, Dave? no, well, we, well, we should. Okay, let's, let's, let's trade. You do one you, and I'll do one. All, all right, right, okay. Your turn. <laughs> hmm. Well, this isn't really a Christmas one, but uh, what do you call a, a bull that plays with himself? Well, that's not a Christmas. Well, a bull that plays with himself? I don't know. The Holly Tinkler? Beef Stroganoff. Beef Stroganoff. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> why is Santa afraid of getting stuck in a chimney? I don't know. I think I already did that one. He has claustrophobia. Yeah. Um, uh, what does Santa do when his elves misbehave? He gives them the sack. All right. My turn. Yeah. 
I've just watched a documentary on marijuana. I think all documentaries should be watched this way. Okay, but you're not really in the Christmas well, theme here, Well, it's funny. <laughs> I, I got an elf hat on. Everything's Christmassy when you wear an elf hat. Oh, God. Uh, what nationality is Santa Claus? North Polish. I know, that's kind of silly. Uh, all right, that didn't count. Um, <laughs> You'll get a funny one. Keep one going. of these times. Uh, what brand of motorcycle does Santa ride? Holly Davidson. How do you tell the difference between a frog and a horny toad? I don't know. A frog says, ribbit, ribbit. And the horny toad says, rub it, rub it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, why does Santa, oh, why doesn't Santa have kids of his own? Because uh, he only comes once a year. <laughs> yep. Oh, and, and down no. a chi- Not only that, and down a chimney. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, Scotty well, just did the same joke. Yeah, Scotty the go. window guy. There you go. What does uh, a snowman use to make snow babies? What does he use to make snow babies? Snowballs. 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 <laughs> uh, what do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? <laughs> Tinselitis. It's okay if your phone autocorrects the F word to duck. You're still using foul language. Foul language, ladies and gentlemen. What happened to the guy who stole an advent calendar? Oh, he got 25 days. <laughs> Gonorrhea would have been a great name for diarrhea medicine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are you like that? Oh, my God. Flounder, your turn. <laughs> what does Miss Claus get when she wears tight pants? I God, I don't have nobody even want to guess. Mistletoe. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, what do you call a bunch of chess players bragging about their games in a hotel lobby? Chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. <laughs> Know why you shouldn't go for a cheap circumcision? No, I don't know. Because they're nothing but a rip-off. A rip-off, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Why did Santa send his daughter to college? I don't know. To keep her off the North Pole. (laughs) Oh, hi-oh. Oh, Oh, lordy. These aren't getting any better either. (laughs) Uh, A gingerbread man went to the doctors complaining of a sore knee. The doctor asked him, well, have you tried icing it? (laughs) Sorry. My boss hates when I shorten his name to Dick. Especially because his name is Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why is everyone so thirsty at the North Pole? No well, no well, no well. Ah, (laughs) Flounder? What happened when the Grinch tried Viagra? What happened when the Grinch Grinch tried Viagra? What? He grew three sizes that day. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, did you hear about the guy who dipped his cojones in glitter? Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. (laughs) What did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. Oh, Oh, boy. Well, I'm trying to keep them clean. I thought you wanted to. (laughs) Flounder? (laughs) What does Santa say when he reaches a climax? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, uh, God almighty. Uh, It's your turn. What's it called when you go out and buy a piano this holiday? Christmas Chopin. Oh, Jesus. My, sto- <laughs> my stoner friend used my daily agenda notebook to roll up a joint. He is now high on my list of priorities. 
the three <laughs> stages of man. He believes in Santa Claus. He doesn't believe in Santa Claus. He is Santa Claus. Flounder? <laughs> <laughs> you got any more? I'm out. All right. <laughs> My wife is furious at our next-door neighbor who sunbathes topless in her backyard. Personally, I'm on the fence. <laughs> Again, a Merry Christmas uh, to all of you. Uh, how about some unfortunate Christmases? Go for it. A uh, young lady says, I was opening presents with my then boyfriend in front of his huge, very religious family. We had been together for some time, and we all thought he was going to propose to me on Christmas oh. Day. They all waited with bated breath while I opened the tiny envelope from him that he had put a lot of thought into, is what he said. The envelope contained... A gift certificate for laser mole removal. Oh. Never once had I ever expressed any interest in anything about mole. laser moles. I couldn't decide whether to cry or laugh, and we broke up. <laughs> or, so, it wasn't my family, thank God, but here's one of my friend's story. Her <laughs> uncle got caught cheating at the dinner table when his phone buzzed and her aunt saw the incoming texts. She started screaming and crying at the Christmas dinner, throwing her dinner at him. My friend dared to laugh, so then her aunt turned on her and started insulting her and telling her how she'd never get a man either. So then the mom stands up and starts to yell at the other aunt and says the whole family gets involved. The aunt starts to insult everybody, calling them backstabbers and lowlifes, and then calls me an intruding bitch. I've never visited a friend over the holidays since that day. <laughs> that first story reminds me of the John Candy movie, Uncle Buck. Remember, yeah. he went in to talk to the teacher, yeah. and she's got a mole. <laughs> he gives a mole. I've saved that seven-minute segment on my DVR when it was on, and I saved that segment. <coughs> well, let me get this straight, Mrs. Carcinoma. Uh, you know, there's another her. one. The guy, Mike Myers does one where he's a, there's a woman who's got a mole on it he keeps talking about. Okay, I hate those people who knock on your door and say you need to get saved or you'll burn. Stupid fireman. <laughs> do another one while I blow my My son here. is now at that age where he's curious about the human body. I guess I'll have to hide it somewhere else now. <laughs> What's that doing in the basement? I hear it's easy to get ladies not to eat the Tide Pods. It's more difficult to deter gents, though. Deter <laughs> detergents? Oh, my God. Uh, well, how about a little story concerning the way parents for years have terrorized their very children? Yes, our Babylon Bee correspondent Mike Hunt reports Christmas time is in full swing with tree decorating, caroling, gift wrapping, and of course, the beloved tradition of traumatizing millions of small children everywhere by taking them to meet Santa Claus. Yes, we were looking for a good way to get in the Christmas spirit, and when it hit us, why don't we scare our kid to death by taking him to meet Santa, said one local mother, Nicole Glover. Nothing says Christmas quite like dropping your kid off on some weirdly dressed stranger's lap and taking a picture while they cry out in fear. Classic. That's a perfect one, the photographer exclaimed as the scared and confused toddler wailed at the top of his lungs. Happy with these results, the Glovers made sure to capture this horrendous moment forever, seared into their child's brain by pursuing multiple copies to keep in their wallet at all times. According to sources at publishing time, 
Some families weren't quite as lucky as the Glovers, and instead of a hilarious, traumatizing moment for their child, their toddler just calmly sat still and smiled while meeting Santa. It's certainly not what we hoped for, but there's always next year, expressed several disappointed families. At publishing time, the nation further celebrated Christmas by taking their young toddlers to be traumatized by a showing of the Nutcracker. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Mark says, I'm dying here. I have a cold, and I'm in a coughing fit of laughing so hard. Oh, well, that's hard to believe. <laughs> well, just wait, Mark. <laughs> We're not done yet, pally boy. My wife just gave birth today, and after thanking the doctor, I pulled him aside and sheepishly asked, how soon do you think we'll be able to have sex? He winked at me and said, I'm off duty in 10 minutes. Meet me in the car park. <laughs> hey, ho! <laughs> so I think I brings his wife to the therapist and, and they're complaining. She says, he doesn't, he doesn't make love to me, doesn't And the therapist said, well, you, you, you know, I'm, for God's sakes, just do this once in a while. He goes over and he kisses his wife and fondles her and makes love to her and she's going crazy. And he says, my God, man. He said, yeah, I'll do that three times a week. And the guy says, well, I can drop off here Monday and Wednesday, but you have to come and get her on Friday. <laughs> Something like that. A shortened version. We just and found out that Grandpa is now addicted to Viagra. Really? Nobody is taking it harder than Grandma. Oh, hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Grandma. <laughs> and now, our famous yearly Christmas shopping story. Oh. Very nice, uh, attractive, and expensively dressed woman walks into Tiffany's. She looks around, spots a beautiful diamond bracelet, walks over to inspect it. As she bends over the counter to look a little more closely, she unexpectedly, quietly passes a little gas. Very embarrassed, she looks around nervously to see if anyone noticed her little whoopsie-daisy and prays that a salesperson was nowhere nearby. She turns around, her worst nightmare materializes in the form of a salesman standing right behind her, good-looking man, very pleasant and charming. Cool as a cucumber, he displays all of the qualities one would expect of a professional in a store like Tiffany's. He politely greets the lady with, good day, madam, how may we help you today? Blushing and uncomfortable, but still hoping that the salesman somehow missed her little incident, she asks, uh, excuse me, sir, but what is the price of this lovely bracelet? He answers, well, ma'am, if you farted just looking at it, you're going to crap your pants when you find out how much it costs. <laughs> Keeping with that theme, I'm dating an English teacher who keeps correcting my grammar during sex. You know. She gets particularly annoyed about my improper use of the colon. <laughs> my girlfriend said she was going to get a colonic. Turns out she was full of shit. Oh, no, Pete. <laughs> one time, one, no, one okay, here's a nice one. Wife says to her husband of 20 years, am I really the only one you've ever been with? Absolutely, dear. Before you, they were all nines and tens. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you ask your wife, what's wrong, honey? If she says, first of all, run. <laughs> that means she's got a list. Uh, how about something for our Jewish friends? Okay. Can we do a little it's kind Hanukkah. of uh, humorous thing for because it's uh, Hanukkah and uh, halfway through and so yeah. forth. Uh, this is the dialogue, <laughs> which was un, uh, unrealized until just recently, just discovered at the top of Mount Sinai. Right. Remember now, Moses, in keeping with the laws of kosher, never cook a calf in its mother's milk. It's cruel. That was God's message yeah. to Moses in the laws of keeping kosher. God said to Moses, never cook a calf in its mother's milk. It's cruel. Moses replies, oh, so you're saying we should never eat milk and meat together. 
God, no. What I'm saying is never cook a calf in its mother's milk. Oh, Lord, forgive my ignorance. What you're really saying is that we should wait six hours after eating meat to drink the milk and eat the milk so the two are not in our stomachs. No, Moses, what I'm saying is don't cook a calf in its mother's milk. Oh, Lord, God, please don't strike me down for my stupidity. What, what you mean is we should have a separate set of dishes for the milk and then a separate set of dishes for the meat, and then if we make a mistake, we have to bury the dish outside. God, oh, for, for me sakes, do whatever you want. <laughs> Why is it so hard to argue with a woman who is not wearing a bra? <laughs> oh, you get distracted. Well, she's already made two great points. <laughs> I asked my wife, so, do you think the cup is half full or half empty? And she said, please, for the love of God, could you stop wearing my bras? <laughs> By the way, something bad's supposed to happen today. Oh, really? That time traveler guy who said something was going to happen uh, two or three times already this month, and yeah. if it did, we didn't see Oh, that's sit. right. We missed an entire uh, scenario. Today's supposed to be the big happening. Something's going to happen maybe we today. Don't know what it is. So maybe it does happen, and we just don't know it Maybe yet. that's the cold. Well, I mean, maybe it's because literally every state in America is, right. is under a cold yeah, maybe that's he's right about that. Uh -oh. And by the way, is this the day uh, after tomorrow? One more, uh, one more thing about the cold freeze. And I'm gonna uh, brag about our sponsor thing here, and then we'll do some more uh, stuff. But uh, I remember uh, I spent a couple years in Chicago, 40 years ago, whatever it was, uh, as a TV anchorman. And one night they had uh, it was the winter of '83 or '84, and it was when the uh, the wind chill got so bad that they had me going outside to do a live shot at night. Uh, on State Street in Chicago, and it was something like 65 degrees below zero with a wind chill. I mean, I, I, lit, I, I was totally bundled up except parts of my face, and I, I'm not making this up. Uh, you really could not talk. I had to talk like this. You honestly couldn't move your muscles. It was stung. It burned. It hurt to breathe. My eyes glistened. I mean, it was... Wow. Uh, honestly, you, you couldn't have survived any bare skin in three minutes, and it's burned. Mm. I mean, it was brutal, and I was all bundled up in all kinds of, you know, heavy parkas and fur hats and all kinds of stuff, but it was, oh, my God, it couldn't, you couldn't speak. Rocco wants to join in. Okay, I like it. Why do they give old men Viagra in the nursing home? So they don't tip over in bed? <laughs> so they don't roll out of bed. <laughs> I thought we were going to do dad jokes. Well, well, stupid dad. <laughs> all right, well, okay. All right, you got one? My wife bet me $1,000 I couldn't turn her spaghetti into a car. You should have seen her face when I drove pasta. pasta. Drove pasta. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> okay, here's <laughs> everything, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right, one more. For, one more. We'll this is through. a story here, and it's a true story. Yeah. Uh, in Troy, Michigan, a Georgia woman circulated photos and info on Facebook for seven months about her brother's disappearance in Troy, Illinois, begging the public and helping finding him. Yeah. Turns out the 53-year-old man has been found. <clears throat> Richard Madge's body was found Sunday. His wife of 19 years, Jennifer Madge, says, I decided to put the Christmas tree up, and I was looking for a tote of Christmas ornaments, and then I discovered him. He had committed suicide in the storage closet. 
Oh my God! What a what a funny he, Christmas joke. Well, well <laughs> the thing was, he, it was a hidden door behind the clothes, and he had gone in so there. Why did and he she do that? said that for a while there, I was smelling something bad, but I didn't think much of it. And the sister here in Georgia is going, "What kind of police do you have up there <laughs> that you investigated the house? The man is literally dead in the uh, closet, and you couldn't find him. And the him. wife doesn't find him till oh, seven jealous. months later at oh, Christmas. How could? Oh man. Seven months? And she goes, I smelled something bad, but, you know, I didn't think much of it. Your husband's missing, and you're smelling something <laughs> bad. Holy mm. cow. Oh, that's outstanding. <laughs> that's a seven. Oh, honey. Well, she's, you know, finally got some sleep, I guess. I don't and know. if you're going to kill yourself, why, yeah. are you do, why do you hide no. yourself yeah, like that's, that? that's ridiculous. Go, go, drop off a clip. I mean, yeah, don't, don't do it found. in your house. Yeah, or, or, or do it where the, yeah, anyway, ugh. What do I know? Okay. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year coming up. But first, let's celebrate coming up with the new year with uh, uh, flying a flag. Or maybe you haven't flown a flag in a while. Flagcode.com has got everything you need. <laughs> I, I fly my flag every day very, very proudly and happily. I've done it for a very long time now, and I got it from flagcode.com. And it's still beautiful. Glistening red, white, and blue sparkly clean and clear i have the white pole with a silver uh, thing on the top they have ornaments and all kinds of stuff uh, they have mounting devices and pole things and lighting kits and beacons and it's not just american flags every country flag every state flag every military flag banners uh, homemade things to have a like an open house announcement or stuff like that they've got it all for you and the ways to fasten it even to things like brick walls now they also have a few specials in time for christmas although you're running out of time that's for sure check out the starry night flagpole christmas lights comes with everything you need except the pole which can be 15 to 25 feet and if you don't have one no problem they'll make one for you also they have the uh, cool white color, warm white, red, blue, and multicolor sets. They also have the mini version, which includes everything, including the 10-foot pole. Set it up, bing, bang. You've got the beautiful little Starry Night flagpole Christmas lights right there. They have a flagpole trailer. Uh, kitty, don't you go for those flowers. Or the flagpole, uh, hitch, flagpole kit for your trailer. They have the single or double flags available. And another item uh, for special sale right now, the 20-foot telescopic pole with wheelbase, perfect for tailgating. You slide it under the back of the tire and it holds it down. When you're done, you collapse it into a little thing, off for the next week and tailgating and off you go. Don't forget, still got a couple of job openings. If you're looking for work, uh, they will help you. In fact, they'll give you a job. So uh, give them a call. Here's the number for flagco.com, 800, not kitty, sorry, eat the flowers. There he goes. <laughs> flagco.com, 800 and on the web flagco.com and thank you again for we really appreciate our uh, our sponsors again times are tough money's hard to come by and they're uh, and they're we're trying to help them as best we can because they're good people it's like dealing with a kid well, he's, he's, he's up there looking you. at me and he's looking at the flower I, I point at him don't do it and he gets a little closer don't do it a little closer and then when I wag, wagged my finger at him to, to completely stop he turned and looked at his dad to see if his dad was one <laughs> half done. Yeah. and when he saw you weren't looking he turned around and took a bite out of the flower oh my that's when I jumped up and by the way Rocco yes says, a Chicago story Kimmer please tell us a story about hitting a home run at Wrigley Field <laughs> 
We're good. And Scotty says, Pete, ring the bell on Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> They've turned on each other. It's unbelievable. It's just not fair. <laughs> How about a story concerning uh, sort of the uh, Christmas spirit of the Virgin Mary uh, in the back of our minds? A uh, woman takes her 16-year-old daughter to the doctor. The doctor says, okay, Mrs. Jones, what's the problem? The mother says, well, it's my daughter, Darla. Uh, she keeps getting these cravings. She's putting on weight. She's sick most mornings. A 16-year-old girl, the doctor gives Darla a good examination and turns to the mother and says, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but your Darla is pregnant. Mm. Well, about four months would be my guess. The mother says, pregnant? She can't be. She's never even been left alone with a man. Have you, Darla? Darla says, no, Mom, I've never even kissed a man. Well, at that, the doctor walks over to his window and just starts staring out the window. Five minutes pass, a mother and her daughter wondering what the hell is going on. Finally, the mother says, uh, Doctor, is there something wrong out there? <laughs> the doctor says, no, no, not really. It's just that the last time anything like this happened, a star appeared in the east, and three <laughs> wise men came over the hill. So I'll be damned if I'm going to miss it this time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're a short person, yeah. today is your day. It's National Short Person Day. Oh, no kidding. It is. It is well, that. we have nothing against short people unless you have short people disease hey. and you turn into a little monster. I have nothing against short people, and I plan to keep it that way. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, I'm telling you what. Some of the best girlfriends are short girls. Oh, that's my... The, oh, best, yeah. the best thing is like 5'1", oh, 5'2", yeah. oh, that area. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm totally distracted. In curves. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when four of Santa's little elves got sick, the trainee elves did not produce toys as fast as the regular elves, <laughs> and Santa began to feel the Christmas pressure. Well, then Mrs. Claus told Santa her mother was coming to visit, which stressed out Santa even more. Mother's coming to visit? Oh, my God. Mm. He went to harness the reindeer. He found that three of them were about to give birth. Two others had jumped the fence, and the other reindeers, God knows where they were. Santa began to unload the sleigh. One of the floorboards cracked. The toy bag fell to the ground. All the toys were scared. Scattered. Frustrated, Santa went in the house for a glass of cider and a shot of rum. In his frustration, he accidentally dropped the cider jug and it broke into hundreds of little glass pieces all over the kitchen floor. He went to get the broom and found the mice had eaten all the straw off the end of the broom. Just then the doorbell rings. It's an irritated Santa marching to the door, yanks it open, and there stood a little angel with a great big Christmas tree. The angel says very cheerfully, Merry Christmas, Santa. Isn't this a lovely day? I have a beautiful tree for you. Where would you like me to stick it? <laughs> And that is how the little tradition of the angel on top of the Christmas tree began. Three things Southerners do at Christmas time. Yes. One, yeah. put up multiple Christmas trees throughout the house. Now, I never saw that. I was dating a girl about 20 years ago and went over to her parents' you know, house, that's, and they had a tree in every yeah, room. I hadn't thought about that. And that's I was right. like, I, I was, uh, weird. Some people in New England do that, too, by the way. Really? Yeah. Old, uh, old traditional thing. But I, they cut down multiple trees? Well, or just get them. I mean, but uh, now we used to go cut a tree. I used, we used to do a natural tree and then try to plant it. I yeah, but not, not more than one. That's no, a little no, overkill, don't you think? But I know of people who did. All right, yeah. Another thing Southerners do, use Coca-Cola while cooking the holiday meal. That's right. And Baste your turkey in Coca-Cola. Put in the baby. First time I came to Atlanta, I saw a little girl, a baby in a carriage drinking brown liquid. And I thought, oh, and so it's Coke. That's what <laughs> we were, you baby Coke? That's what we were raised on. 
I know. To, to shut us up. <laughs> yeah. In fact, my grandmother used to put a little whiskey in, in, well, there you, on well, her finger. Everybody's done the paragoric and the whiskey and, uh-huh. and, a, and a sore gum for baby teething and stuff. We have all done Oh, that, that was just to shut us up. It well, wasn't pretty absolutely. Teething. And the third thing Southerners do at Christmas... Watch Santa sweat on top of a fire truck in a small town parade. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's true. Not this year. No, no I guess not anymore. Uh, by the way, are we going to be doing the uh, some of our traditional like old? Yeah, old, old right you want to do one right now? Yeah. yeah. Why not? What the heck? Oh, by the way, to the man who invented zero. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Hey, oh, my God, man. Yeah, ready? Ready. <laughs> Here we go. Night before Christmas and all through the trailer, my cousins was snoring like six drunken sailors. The children were nestled all snug in their beds with the home shopping network stuck in their heads. The ashtrays were full and the beer bottles strewn. Looked like no one would stir at least until noon. And and so I surmise that with a little good luck, the missus and I could sneak in a good nap. Or nap I'm nap. not sure. I'm having trouble with that line. Sleep, I was hoping nap, you could help me with that one. Rest, a nice rest. <laughs> so, uh, so I had my wife beat her, and she and her teddy broke out the handcuffs and got the whips ready. <laughs> I just put fresh batteries in all the adult toys when out in the street I heard a hellacious noise. <laughs> I leapt to the window and ripped down the sheet and, and gazed in wide wonder at the scene in the street. <laughs> sheet. The full moon was casting a silvery light on a heartwarming trailer park holiday site. A stretch Hummer limo with eight hookers in back and their fat bearded temp with a red velvet pack. (laughs) He was dressed in Armani with a lizard skin belt, a rock on each finger, and a chinchilla pelt. His pearl-handled Beretta was engraved to St. Nick, and it was tucked in his trousers right next to his wallet. I'm still working on that Pocket watch, could be a lot of things, all right? I can't get a good rhyme on that one. That's all right, sir. Keep the flow, keep the flow. Those gold teeth glittered as the crowd gathered round, and he unfurled a list that reached to the ground. He gave food stamps and vouchers and government cheese to the Hondurans, the Haitians, and the Vietnamese. iPods and Game Boys and stereo equipment all recently hijacked from a big Walmart shipment. <laughs> and then to his chariot, the portly elf sprang, and to the grateful he yelled, ain't nothing but a fang. <laughs> to his curvaceous minions he called, on candy, on brandy, on Maya and Star, on cinnamon and Laquisha, get your ass in the car. <laughs> And I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight to bar skanks and bikers and paid hookers alike, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. There you are. A classic and a Merry Christmas. Um, Holy crap of sports uh, with Pete Davis coming up later. Best uh, podcast. No, it's Thursday. Why would I? Oh, hell, that's right. In fact, I think I'm taking off. Friday and Monday. Why don't you? I don't know. Anyway, here's your sports section. Not Anything, much is going on. Um, in fact, let me ask you. There's a picture of a couple of, of um, high school prep athletes who have both chosen Georgia. And I got to thinking, man, if it were, if I were a, a star athlete, 
pretty hard to pass up the University of Georgia these days. I mean, I think everybody, I suppose it used to be Alabama would be the, you know. Well, they're still number one yeah. in the rankings. Yeah, even, even they still are. Yeah. And that's, you know, I guess that's, that's just. I don't know why. Habit. Well, it's just, you know, because it's been there so long. Well, and money. Texas A&M is cleaning up again. And they, I, I don't know why anyone goes to Texas A&M because Jimbo's obviously not a good coach anymore. You're not going to win a lot. But by God, you're going to get rich. Because they're paying them. How would you like to be an 18-year-old kid who's going to make $3 million by the time he graduates from college? Free and clear. Where's the incentive to work hard after that? Jeez. I'm telling you. By the way, this is the first time in a long time, if ever, that Kirby has not uh, gotten a recruit, a quarterback. And they asked him why. He says, transfer portal. There's a You let yeah, somebody right. get seasoned somewhere else, and then you bring him in. Yeah. Well, they're all doing it. Well, hell, yeah. uh, uh, TJ, whatever his name is, team number four. JT Daniels. JT Daniels, yeah. He's going to well, Rice. He's at Rice. Yeah. It's not like but he's still, still in I college. Mean, <laughs> now, does he, have, does he have dreams of being a pro player? Yes, that's why he's doing it. That's why well, he's doing clearly it. Well, clearly he can't. He's not going to make it in the pros if he can't even stay at one college and be the starter. I don't. I mean, is, am I wrong point. on that or is no, that obvious? Well, he, is he a pro a prospect? May, yeah, yeah. Is he? No. Well, I, 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 I don't think I'm not trying to badmouth him. I just don't know. But it seems to me that if you can't be the starting quarterback at a college and you have to go to Rice number four, yeah. tra- transfer them. If we want to badmouth somebody, let's badmouth Dansby Swanson. Okay, I talk about that. I saw, in fact, uh, it, was a very, it was like a tearjerker story. Dansby Swanson talks about his lifelong link to Chicago as he meets the press in the Windy City for the so-and-so, and uh, we have a different reaction. The guy grew up here. He's a Braves fan, yeah. and he took a shot at Braves fans talking about the Cubs the greatest fans in the world he can't he can't believe he's going to get into play for you know a fan base like this and stuff like that come on man they supported you even in the years you sucked yeah. here yeah and I, I just don't get it that someone from Atlanta and it's reminding me of the Harry and Meghan thing where you know he gets married the, his wife works in Chicago and all of a sudden he's Mr. Chicago buddy if you think Chicago's the future and Atlanta's the past you, I mean, you're a rich man, but you, the only thing you got on that head is lettuce. Well, I, the only thing I can, th- I, 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 well, what disappoints me is that it, it kind of changes my uh, overall perspective of, of what I thought of him as a person, right. you know, which, which is disappointing to me. He just dumped on us. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's either, either if, if he made the decision based strictly on money or if he made the decision based on his wife, maybe she said, look, I'm not, I don't want to go back to LA. You know, it's got to be just money. money. And then, I mean, I can understand when he, you know, okay, you're in Atlanta your whole life. You go to Chicago as your new team. Obviously, you can't say, boy, I sure miss right. Atlanta. You've got to kiss he, ass. Yeah, so, and he mentioned, he told the story when he was a little boy, he used to tell one his grandfather here in the South to go play baseball with him and throw him grounders or something. And he said, Grandpa was always watching the Cubs on WGN TV, which Turner's thing back Poor then. Bastard. You could watch Cubs games every day. Uh, hell, I did. I, that was all that was on back then. Well, it was you know? the Mets on WOR, yeah. the, Braves the Braves on TBS, and, TBS, and, and, and yeah. the Cubs. And yeah. the Cubs, and I used to watch them all the time. So anyway... Um, uh, and, and so you talked to the story about how it was so important that his dad was always watching Cubs, and now I get to be your da da da. <clears throat> so I can, I can kind of understand it, but still, it comes. It just it seems kind of raw, and uh, um, I don't know. I, I was uh, kind of turned off by it. I was I was. You can praise where you are now without taking a dump, and that's what <coughs> that's how I read it. Maybe I misread it, but that's how I read it. So I don't care if they boo him every time. Yeah. Give him a little golf club the first time he shows up, and then boo the hell out of him the next year. Yeah. Now he's a Cub. Yeah. He's a National League on another team the heck yeah. with it yeah good-natured booing is always uh, is always and maybe i'm misreading this if you disagree with me tell me but i i read that quote and it was like you son of a bitch 
Well, I, I I don't know. I didn't read enough. I didn't see it all. Obviously, I didn't see the news conference. I read a few things about and it. And the so Cubs I don't posted know. it. Yeah. They, they felt so proud about it. They posted well, yeah. him taking as, a dump on. Well, us. Uh, yeah, as they should. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the Braves outdrawing the Cubs? Yeah, yeah. And plus, I I I, I can't believe you would want to go to Chicago for that team now at your age well, than stay for the World Series champion. 70 plus. He's got a world championship. If he didn't, maybe he'd have stayed. But he's, I mean, they paid him well, I guess, way I, I beyond guess what I he's worth. I guess, I guess that's generational wealth you just can't pass up. But but it's still, he was going to make $20 million a year, so now he's going to make $30 million a year. And that, that's why you, I don't know. I guess I can't relate to, to being in that kind of a where that make you know after know. after taxes and expenses and agents and everything else. I mean, how much more really is it worth for how many more years that you need that you're never going to take care of your family the rest of their lives? I mean, how could you anyway? I don't know. Uh, whatever, Stanton and Dancy. Well, he, you know, he, did he, it. he set up his family. You got to give him that. Yeah, yeah, he did. So. Um, <laughs> more than uh, <laughs> I thought I had for a minute there. I, I set him up real good, and then it all disappeared. Well, uh, okay, now, uh, a couple of weird Christmas traditions. And, Pete, this one, I got this one just for you. The origin is unknown, but I guarantee it's from Germany. If you've perused the Christmas section of any ornament-selling store, you've probably seen at least one sparkling glass pickle. <laughs> What's the deal with the glass pickle for yeah. a Christmas ornament? Properly and popularly touted as the old world German tradition, the Christmas pickle, or Weinerschnuckengurke, is hidden deep in the boughs of the Yule, Yule tree on Christmas Eve for children to find on Christmas morning. The first one to spy the briny bauble gets a special gift or is given the honor of opening the first present. Whether or not this tradition's origin story is true is up to debate. Turns out no one really knows, but even the Germans are, are not exactly specifically sure. Uh, but according to a survey, 91% have never heard of Weinstockengurke, let alone having one in their homes. Other theories say it may have started back in the Civil War and uh, to St. Nicholas himself pickling uh, on the tree i've dated girls whose family did that and, I thought it was pretty, yeah. and have you how about the pig the peppermint pig you ever seen that no i have not i saw it in california and a few people do it here basically you get it it's a peppermint pig little pink hmm. pig and it's in a velvet kind of bag and it comes with a little silver hammer hmm. and and you break it and it's either whoever breaks it first or does it. It's supposed to be good luck, good luck. on Christmas Day if you break yeah. the peppermint that, pig and share like, it. It's like the plastic baby in the king cake on Mardi Gras. Whoever gets this. So it doesn't kill you when you bite yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah. um, how about a tradition uh, in uh, Legend Goes in Wales for Christmas? Uh, a dead horse named Mari Lund rises from the grave, then goes door yeah. to door, challenging those who dare to a rhyming battle of wits. I don't know why I'm hiccuping. In practice, here's what that looks like. Groups of revelers take a decorated horse skull yeah. around the neighborhood and knock on doors. When the door opens, the group will sing Mari Lewis' challenge to a game, a rhyming game of wits, then start a pawn co or a call and response rhyme battle with those inside the home, each group trying to outdo the other. 
One of the many holiday horrors and terrifying traditions we find. With Have a you seen dead a picture of it? Skull. They put it on a stick and wrap a sheet around it like it's a ghost <sighs> and walk around with yeah, it. Yeah, that's not at uh, Christmas. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, I mean, I'm part Welsh, but come on. <laughs> I mean, well, that's just a little. I'm going to sh- start. Oh, I'm going to open fire if you show up <laughs> my door with that. With a dead horse skull and a <laughs> ghost <laughs> costume. Singing. <sighs> the damn Welsh. Uh, how about a traditional nativity scene? including Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus, some shepherds, and three wise men. Uh, But in Catalonia, an independent region in Spain, you'll notice a strange figure in the corner, a Kaganer. A Kaganer is a bare-bottomed figurine eternally frozen in the midst of answering the call of nature. He or she is hunched over and placed in the corner or the back of the nativity scene and left for onlookers to discover. Though historians have traced the advent of the Kaganer back to the 18th century, no one knows exactly how or where this really started. Uh, and regardless of whether the followers are ready or not, the people suspect the 18th century Catalonians simply had an unmatched sense of humor. Uh, Kaganers were depicted wearing a white shirt and a traditional Catalan hat called a Berrettina. You can find them in the likeness of literally anyone ranging from Vladimir Putin to the Pope to Darth Vader. Uh, surprisingly, Kaganers aren't the only poop-centric holiday tradition in Catalonia. There's also the Cagatillo or Tio de Nadal. And if you Google that, it's actually kind of a theory that a Yule log will expel something from the end of it as a present for the Yuletide tradition. So there, yeah. <laughs> Germany. I'm right. telling you. You're in, it's Christmas. You're having your eggnog. <laughs> you hear a knock on the door. You open your door, and this is staring at you. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. No. There's. Uh, wh- how did that ever come about? Uh, I can't. Do you know what they used to do with the Yule log in, in Norway and everything? They'd literally go out and fell a tree, and they drag it in the tree in, and they start burning one end. In the house. Just, and yeah, and they just keep pushing the tree in. That was the Yule log. It was supposed to last the entire Yule season. <laughs> so they just keep pushing the tree in. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. A great code. tradition. Another tradition is getting your Christmas T-shirts from FarmhousePrintingCo.com. No minimum order, minimum order, or no setup fees. They got laser engraving. They're right here in Sonoya, Georgia. It's local. Eric and the gang. FarmhousePrintingCo.com does all the Kimmer Show needs and all the holy crap uh, Shannon Burke stuff. There's still time for, you know, at least put in an order for Christmas to do it in New Year's. Yeah. And they do beautiful work. You've seen the uh, blanket I got for the kitty cat for flounder. That's Although right. you can, you know, throw it in your car. Uses a, I, have a, I keep a blanket in the trunk of my car. Just in, but, so, but anyway, but they do beautiful work. <laughs> Beautiful work. Um, I mentioned the other day, and I you never keep got the blanket in the trunk of your car because of, of the car. Asian well, cheerleader case, you got back. In case she gets cold. Um, I mentioned the other day that there's a new craze on TikTok, which sounds bizarre. Uh, I, will, I will now uh, g- give it to you very, very briefly. It's called the Lion Diet, as in lion, as in rawr, lion. Uh, it's called the carnivore diet or the lion diet on TikTok. It will lead to quote miraculous health benefits unquote. The rules of the diet are simple: no fruits. No vegetables, no soda, only ruminant animals are allowed, which are defined as herbivorous grazing mammals like sheep, goats, and bison. And the only other rule, the only seasoning allowed when you eat, is salt. 
In other words, what you're talking about uh, is with 10 million views on the platform, uh, someone says, uh, as someone is intolerant to everything under the sun, I thought it was my duty to try this diet, see if it would help uh, help my health problems. Uh, explain the Daily Wire, diet. I see clips of this floating around the emails. Uh, they helped heal my chronic autoimmune conditions. Uh, the first week of the lion diet, his psoriasis disappeared. Uh, Michaela Peterson on a podcast suffered from chronic illnesses for years, went on the lion diet and the fatigue went away that she's had since she was in eighth grade. Apparently the only things you're allowed to eat are meat, water, and salt. Uh, you can't do that for long. <laughs> High protein, low carb, but your lipids are going to be, You're I mean, greens are going to be, yeah. I mean, you but they say, and now you can't do this for like five years. You could do it for a for month. A while. It's like the doctor, I did the Atkins Keto. diet. But we all did those diets. For, you know, I, what was that the one where it's all steaks? I had steak four or five times a day and nothing else. Well, that's a paleo, isn't it? Well, I've, but it was, I, I don't know whether that was the, that wasn't the Atkins diet. It was somebody's diet and it was all, it was just meat. No carbs. Yeah, it was all beef. You got a steak four times, five, six, eight times a like day. A Keto diet, a huh? keto keto diet. My, well, my daughter, my daughter Jennifer is a keto salesperson. She's a, she's into the whole keto thing. Well, speaking Seriously. of this, what uh, which celebrity is always ready for cereal? Uh, uh, Dana Serino. I don't know. I say Reese with her spoon. Oh, jeez. Reese with God. her spoon. Oh God. <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. No, no, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, let, let me read you the tweet from Dansby Swanson. You can tell All me right. if I'm being silly here. Okay. Here's this tweet that the Cubs felt so good about they tweeted. Yeah. Everyone knows that Chicago Cubs fans are the best fans in baseball. They support their team. They love their team. They show up. Uh, to be able to perform for a town like that is pretty remarkable. Yeah, that's kind of a snipe. That's that's a shitty yeah. thing to do. They show up as opposed to Atlanta. Yeah. Is, you know. That's how I read it. Yeah. That he's, for the first time in his life, he's playing for a team, uh, a city that cares for its team. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Well, you know, then he'll get the booze or whatever. Good. Boo yeah. him. That's a shame. Um, did he tweet that or did Chicago? He tw- well, he, he said it at his press oh, conference. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, Three small facts. Are we ready? (laughs) Yes, sir. Um, In the average year, the average human being consumes so much microplastic. That's this, you know, if you open a package, there's a teeny bit of a plastic thing that gets in your food or whatever. Uh, But the little teeny, they call microplastic events. Every year, the average human consumes so much of this microplastic it's the equivalent of the amount of plastic found in a fireman's helmet <laughs> that you eat every year. Uh, the humans consume a credit card's worth of microplastic every week. Enough to make a credit card. And you know, some of that's sticking in your intestine. Yeah, it does, it's like gum. Well, it's probably making it easier to um, <laughs> Did you know that Madame Tussauds of the wax museum museum fame honed her wax sculpting skills by practicing on the freshly severed heads of guillotine victims during the French uh, Revolution by aristocrats. Mm. 
and she would get the freshly chopped off heads and practice her waxing on those. Uh, by the way, Madame Tussauds was actually supposed to be guillotined, guillotined herself during the French Revolution, but she negotiated her freedom, and the last person that she actually made a cast of was her prosecutor. I think she escaped to London, didn't yeah. she? Uh, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, actually, well, a quick thing. Um, chainsaws. Do you know what chainsaws were originally created for? Tell me. It was not to cut down trees. The first chainsaws were small and handheld and used to make it easier for a doctor to cut bones away yeah. to get a baby delivered. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's one more. Okay, Last one, more. one. And this is freaky. All right. Facebook created two artificial intelligent chatbots. Facebook created two artificial intelligence chatbots to talk to each other. <laughs> they were eventually shut down after they created a language that only they understood. Uh-huh. But that... But a guy did that a few years ago, and you can I watched on YouTube the other day. I think I sent it to you, where he took two phones and he called two Chinese oh, restaurants. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> you call him. Oh, I Chinese call restaurant. you. Hello, Chinese. Uh, <laughs> they talk you to each other. What do you want? Oh, I know. What do you want? And he's laughing. He just said, <laughs> "That's cold, man." That is cold. Speaking uh, of cold, yes. I woke up this morning. Yes. You know, I, every, speaking of diets, yeah. Uh, every few years or so, I have a little visitor. All right, sir. It's uh, the little kidney stones. Oh, God. Again? I thought, oh, man. It's been a while, but this one was stealth. It didn't show up until nearly the end of the journey. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? And suddenly it dawned on me, I remember that feeling. Did you race to the hospital? No, no, no. I was going to say, it's almost better if it's stealth like that, isn't it? It's stealth because the only pain you have is the sharpness at the very end when it's coming out. Oh, man. It's like getting a a catheter (laughs) taken out. All right. How about about Mexican word of the day? Mexican word of the day. Uh, Feliz Navidad, by the way. Prospero Uh, año. Feliz, absolutely. Mexican word of the day. A wheelchair. Wheelchair. <laughs> we only have one enchilada left, right. but right. don't worry. Wheelchair. Wheelchair. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a yeah. fact for you. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah. If Godzilla was real, yeah. and I think he, he might is, be. he would produce yeah. 151 million. 436,928 gallons of tinkle. A day. Oh my God! Well, think about it. He would flood cities. <laughs> See, Four, what is he? How eat? many million gallons? Oh my God! Did they never think show of, him yeah. eating? That's right. Where does he eat? Yeah. Now, well, they, people, one of I the guess. movies they said he ate like a fishing boat, a Japanese fishing boat, and he was eating the fish, but they didn't show it. Hmm. That's a lot of fish. Dude. Yeah, that's that's a whole bunch of fish. <laughs> how about some birthdays? A little historical note. Fish of some burps. Kind? Have, we have you watched Ghost yet? Oh, I, I, I don't have, I don't, I must have erased it. It's oh, called the Christmas no. month. Now, tonight, though, are the five yeah, specials. I'll bet that might be one of the them. The Christmas, no. It's not one of them? No. Uh, well, I'll Google, I'll, I'll uh, figure out something. You know what? What's the CBS thing? Paramount? Uh, what, what's their side show? Oh, yeah, Paramount show? shares it, I think. What's their side show? I think it's Paramount. Paramount? Do you have Paramount? Yeah. Plus? Yeah. Well, then it's probably there. Okay. Isn't that what Yellowstone's on? Yeah, Yellowstone's yeah, on so Paramount. You have Star Trek, right? Some other things, yeah. Star Trek, which I'll never watch. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. What an Ingleglead is? Ingleglead? Yeah. I don't know what that it's is. It's a Scottish word for the light of the fire. Ingleglead. All right, then. Okay, here's something you'd like to do tonight. Cruisling. 
Cruising? Cruising. Snuggling under a blanket to stay nice and warm. I'm assuming with uh, someone of the opposite. Hopefully. Uh, Wolf Snow. I love this name. Wolf, Wolf Snow. Snow would be a great name for a band. Wolf Snow. Uh, it's a poetic term for dangerously heavy, swirly, wind-driven snow. Wow. Wolf Snow. And Lux Brumalis. You took Latin. You should know I this. I did. Lux Brumalis. Lux, Lux is Lux light. Br- Lux Brumalis. Brumalis, it would be to making of the light. The sweet, tender light of the pale winter sun. Ah, omnia gallia divitis and tres partes. Okay. Poo Agricola, 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 agricolarum. <coughs> puella, puella. <laughs> Started it, didn't I? Winnie illa poo. Winnie illa poo. That's big Latin. <laughs> Oh, my God. The crap you remember from 1961, my God. (laughs) I don't remember much from 61 myself, but... uh. And I bet it's a lot longer ago for me, I get, than it is for you. (laughs) I was born that year. I don't remember anything. But think about that. 1961 was a lot longer ago for me than it was for you. You know how you get you, you try and cancel a service like your cable or something yeah. and you can't get them to cancel it and they keep calling you arguing with you yeah. you know saying you're like hey here why don't you get this deal that deal yeah. this guy's come up with a sure thing he, he called in Xfinity he says I want to get rid of my service and he's going to switch to somewhere else and they kept ca- contacting me now can we help what, yeah. anything we can do for you blah 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 and uh, if you're happy about the service we can resolve any problems you have and he wrote back I'm going to prison <laughs> and they wrote back sorry to hear that let me go ahead and process your cancellation <laughs> i'll take care of that for you <laughs> I, I got a minute <laughs> i'm going to prison oh i love it uh a, a few birthdays uh, i've known if you're doing um Murder. hector elizondo famous actor well-known uh, hispanic actor wasn't he in the last man standing he was the guy who owned the 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 company the outdoor sh- you know, shop that remember. tim allen worked he's at. been in a million oh he's a good actor. hector elizondo 86 years old today ralph fines the uh, british actor another well-known actor he yeah. played a freaky scary uh eating cannibal guy in one of the update one of the uh, uh, uh sequels to the uh, uh cannibal yeah. But he also was in that movie, what was it, The, the Grand Budapest Hotel? Oh, yeah, or great. He's a great actor. <laughs> he is. A great and that, by the way, that, that's on again. It was on HBO. That's a really funny it movie. If you haven't movie. seen The Grand Budapest Hotel, it's way different. It's, I mean, it's just unusual. If not for nothing else, you'd like to. I mean, whoever thought of that? You know, I mean, that's really, it's, it was almost like, remember when Dick Tracy came out and they had the, you know, the yeah. movie Dick Tracy? I liked had that. The, yeah, it was different. It's a different thing. Uh, Jordan Sparks, singer, 33. Megan Trainer, the other singer, 29. All about that bass. All about that bass, baby. Uh, the hideous Diane Sawyer. What a disgrace she turned out to be. 77 years old. She used to be, a, I think she was a speechwriter for Nixon. Hmm. Uh, Steve Carlton. Yeah, lefty. The uh, famous uh, lefty Hall of Famer uh, Phillies. And other, did he play for anybody the Phillies? Cardinals. One of the worst trades in Oh, that's history. right. That's right. 79-year-old Steve Carlton. Steve Garvey, the father of San Diego, 74. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Cruz's birthday. Uh, Texas Senator, uh, 53 years old today. And a couple of historical notes. 1952, the first American Corvette. A production-ready prototype is completed and sent to New York for its public debut at the GM Moto Rama show at the Waldorf Astoria. 
The scene of the famous Kimmer embarrassment when I was the only one at a table at the Hope Cotillion in Waldorf, New York, with a blind date who hated my guts as soon as she saw me. And when they brought over the bill, I was the only one who said, he said, this isn't enough money for the tipping of the tip. I said, you'll take it and like it, you bastard. Yes, I'm sorry. How does a blind date know what you look like? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't, she didn't like, and she was pretty. I mean, she wasn't like a knockout. And I was, I was not bad looking no, as a college sophomore you. or something. I mean, I, you know, I was, you know, I was a, a prep school student, so I know how to talk to people. You know, I was, you know, not a horrible, <laughs> disgusting lump. She hated my, she didn't want to have anything That's to do fine. with me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I said that. I don't I know. I yelled out loud. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm, smart. <laughs> I'm like dumb. Like she people think. That was all. It was horrible. It was, oh, it was the worst. Oh, God. And then the waiter complained. Anyway, whatever. Um, uh, 1956, at the Columbus Zoo in Ohio, a baby gorilla is born named Colo, the first ever gorilla born in captivity. 1956, far as I know. 1984, four black teenagers with screwdrivers and bad intentions picked on the wrong guy. Yep. Bernard Getz on the Manhattan subway. Getz says they were going to rob him, so he shot them first. Uh, thus born the subway vigilante in the New York press. Later, he turned himself into police in New Hampshire. Bernard Getz was cleared of attempted murder and assault charges. But they did convict him of having a gun illegally. They, they convicted him for being white for, and defending himself. They had to convict him did. of something. Yeah. So he served 250 days in prison. And when he got out, one of his victims sued him for, and won $43 million. How did Bernard Guest just declared bankruptcy, and that was the rest of his life. Has been going after that. Is you know he's still alive? Isn't he? I still yeah, he's still going. But again, you know, and and the, the victim won. $43 million. So the, whatever, the rest of your life, you're, everything you, whatever you do is going to that guy. Uh, New York. New yeah. York. Uh, 1964. I'm sorry. 18. <laughs> you know, I used to put little marks to remind me that, that it's not a nine. 1864. To President Abraham Lincoln from General William Tecumseh Sherman. Quote, I beg to present you as a Christmas gift... The city of Savannah. Burn in hell, yeah. you war criminal. Burn Destroyed hell. everything just for the fun of it. Just for the hell of it. To, and, and he, they didn't have to. He did a 13-mile-wide swath of rape and burning of all the crops. Yeah. And not seeming stopped to realize that it was going to have black people were going to starve too during the winter yeah i mean who didn't think they would have consequences yeah the only thing they supposedly the In myth January. was the only thing he <laughs> left was the black eyed peas because he didn't think those were worth human consumption it was only for livestock even though he killed all the livestock, the livestock and yeah. that's why southerners eat black eyed peas as much as we do supposedly that came from that me. i don't know if well, that's true or not. by so the way a man in asia is in trouble oh what happened <laughs> He trained his pit bull. It's a oh. cute little pit bull. Yeah. He, he's got a house over there somewhere. It's at least two stories yeah. with a balcony overlooking the front door. Man arrested for training dog to throw bricks at people ringing his doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The dog drops bricks on people. <laughs> and they're, not, they're big bricks, too. They're concrete blocks. Yeah. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> 
Oh my God, that's hysterical. <laughs> it's funnier than And they arrested the guy? They arrested, well, they can't arrest the dog. Well, but how can they prove that he, you know, what's that his responsibility as a crime and that his dog dropped a brick <laughs> on somebody? <laughs> oh, it's like the like the uh, Pink Panther movie where the guy's got the monkey. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's I, a monkey. I, I, the, the monkey. The monkey. He collects the money? <laughs> I am a musician. The monkey is a businessman. He <laughs> I collects play, the money? <laughs> I play the music. I, I don't tell him what to do with his money. Monsieur Trump trying to be funny with me. <laughs> Does your dog bite? <laughs> Why no? <laughs> Do we still have that music of the, the British band trying to play a Christmas song. Oh, see if we can get it. See if we can find that. <laughs> and we should play, uh, what's the other one we always do? A Holy Night. Do a Holy Night. To, play that one again? Because you can just play that at the end. You can stick that at the end here. Play that at the end. Yeah, but okay. see if we got so that. That's, that's coming, folks. The that's British coming. one again one time, if you can find it. Yeah. But, uh, and again, this is an actual uh, is it a, high, a, a, great, a junior high school band or a something? A grade school. A grade school band. And they're doing great. Or they think they're doing great. The solo is and great. Solo, yeah. And then when they all chip in together. Like, you pay a thousand bucks for a baritone. And you go to the child's <laughs> recital, and this is what you get. Uh, <laughs> That's just beyond the pale. Yow. All right, you got it? Uh, he's getting it right Merry there. Merry Christmas. As we speak, he's getting it. Cheerio, Christmas time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Here's a story we can save for next week. By the way, when are we back? Are we back Tuesday? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday. Oh, Taking Wednesday. Monday off. We so, did three shows this week, and, and in light of New Year's and Christmas, we're only doing two shows next week. That's okay. Isn't right. that what we decided? Yeah. We can do Tuesday, Thursday. We can do Tuesday, Thursday. Again, this is Young Kid. It's great school. Pretty good solo right here. What USA Today has put out an opinion piece today. Oh boy! God, they'll lecture us about everything. Her name's Elizabeth Weiss. Uh, The headline is: Are you tempted to joke about global warming amid the freezing cold? Here's what experts say about that. Oh, please! Who cares what you? We're gonna joke about anything. That's how humans get past bad times. You joke about it. That's why cops make jokes at crime scenes. I mean, and all you all Yankees to... up north who voted for the Democrats to take away your oil and gas, and all you in Europe who did That's it, right. with, tied yourself to the Russians, I don't care if you freeze to death. Yeah, you voted for a guy whose first uh, first uh, 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 decision in office was to shut down the pipeline and to say yeah. that oil and gas is You dead. deserve to freeze. I'm sorry. I hope your you kids get, get out. Who didn't know that that was what you were going to get? I mean, he, he told you. Everybody told you. Everybody told Georgia, don't vote for these guys because the country's going to keep going like this. And they voted for them anyway, kept going like this. So. They, someone pointed out the other day, if we went to all electric Georgia. cars, the, the earth doesn't create enough electricity to 
pump everybody with cars, which shows what they're doing. They don't want you to have cars because then you're mobile right. and they can't control you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. By the way, Rocco. Be dependent on, on public yeah. transportation. Right. Rocco says, uh, do you have any Emmett Till Christmas trivia? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We haven't seen an Emmett Till Christmas card. It's been days. <laughs> Wish I were alive with Tiny Tim do this oh. year or something, you know? Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but anything, any final thoughts on the Christmas here? Before we let everybody go, yeah. bad text theater. Oh right. yeah, bad text theater. Do we have a Christmas one today, or is uh, it? Do we? Do we? Did you? S- I thought I may have. We probably should have thought of that. Yeah, we maybe. should have put it together. <laughs> maybe in the twenty-four hours we've well, had you know, since we, the last we, show. You know, there's, you know, it's all we timing. Could, uh, it's shit to do, you know. Found a, mm-hmm. So we are at uh, November eighteenth. November eighteenth. Right above the lesbian November. cat. Right above. Okay. Oh <laughs> my God, that's a kind of a cat. long one. Then. I can't uh, wait to hear the lesbian cat one. <laughs> well, it's right, a picture. It's a one. it's a pic, oh, It's literally a picture of a cat, and at the top it says lesbians. Oh, right, it's the underneath the lesbian cat. Yes, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. All right. Are you the guy or the girl? I'll be the guy. All right. Oh no. What now? The boss says he's gonna fire the employee with the worst posture. So? I have a hunch it might be me. A hunch. <laughs> All right. A hunch. Let's, uh, let's give another. That was a good All right, the one. next one, him or me? No. Uh, let's see. I'll be him. All right. Do you sleep with a fan? I say my wife mostly likes me, but fan is pushing it. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. Right. <laughs> Keep going until we get one. Very Christmas. Guy and a girl. Yeah. I'll be the girl. All right. Police just arrested the world tongue twister champion. What's going to happen to him? He'll get a tough sentence. A tough sentence? He's a tongue twister champion, so he'll, they'll give him a tough <laughs> sentence. Oh, a sentence. Oh, I was thinking tough. All right, one more. Oh, my God. Here we go. Wife and me. Wife and me. Which one? All right, I'll be the me. <laughs> we just ate. Why are you making pancakes? They're for the dogs. Why are you making pancakes for the dogs? They don't know how. <laughs> Finally, you got one. You've done it again. That's a tremendous accomplishment. Magoo! Uh, any final thoughts? Merry Christmas. Yeah, God Merry bless Christmas. America. And Please be happy. And, you know, make up to the people. If you have a family, get together. You know, Don't take, talk politics. Take the high road. Yeah, just... Don't. just oh, bless you. My God, man. Oh, wow. Get us cold uh, for Christmas here. Yeah. That's what he and, gave uh, us. and just, you know, be happy and, and uh, God bless everybody. And anyway... God bless so, us all, Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. By the way, I watched a Scrooge the other day from 1935, a British version... Not Alistair Sims, but another one, a cheaper version. And at the end, Tiny Tim doesn't say it. Scrooge says that. God bless us one really? and all. And that's the only time I've ever seen him say it. I've never. I, I, my favorite is still the original. Al- the, Alistair Sims. Yeah. Was the that the one white? back in the 40s or 50s or Probably the 40s, famous one? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the George C. Scott one's pretty good, too. I think I remember seeing that, but I've forgotten what it was about. The Muppet with Michael Caine, because he said, he, he says, I'm going to play this straight like it's a Shakespearean tragedy. Uh, and and Jim one. Henson said, that's fine with me. And he plays it, the Scrooge, straight, and the Muppets all around him are doing the crazy stuff. I'll be damned. I never saw it. Boys, have a great Christmas. Supper five, God bless America. Uh, and uh, pretty soon it'll be a whole new year. Hard to believe. We'll figure out something. God bless America. Thank you all. Thank you. God bless you. Please uh, have a great safe Venmo, holiday. Venmo, PayPal. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Venmo, PayPal. And uh, we'll be back. Thank you. Hoorah. Herp and look out. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. 
it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pine till he appeared and the soul felt it's worth a thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. <laughs> 